recording and streaming live we are live welcome so by the way um everybody can see your 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 skirt behind you well what do you want me to do about it no nothing nothing i just can't you know can you I mean, you, I, you can you should be able to apply a chroma key maybe I should, I could, but then I'd have to like reduce the size of your window because you got the edges that are showing because it's a wide view angle. And why do I look so sandwiched on your? I look like you flattened my face. Well, I kind of shrunk it down a little bit, so we're kind of you know even. Look, I, mean, I guess you, you did kind of make me look thinner. I'm so <laughs> done with you. <laughs> So that works. That's okay. I'm okay with this. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, I need to find. All right. I need to pull up your chat. So, okay. So get people going up over there. All right. Uh, highly uh, unlikely, but you know. But you know what? As long as we got everything situated, I have too many things going on at once right now. My PC is like, what the fuck are you doing to me? Okay. All right. Well, this is what we've got going on today. Absolutely. Hello, nothing. everybody. <laughs> Welcome to uh, fucking, well, I guess this Reach would out. be quote unquote season two of the uh, Reach Out Mental Health podcast. Yep. Um, season two. We have officially expanded the podcast from just being strictly on Mixer to now being on Mixer. Twitch and a new and upcoming streaming site called Trovo.live. So uh, we're, you know, taking steps to get this going. Hope everybody, everybody's doing all right today. Malice, how are you doing? Um, breathing. So, yeah, that's a plus. I'd say so. Um, so I guess we didn't really have a topic with this one, mainly just due to the simple fact that we are finally introducing this to more platforms instead of just being, you know, pigeonholed to one. We've, uh, you know, we've been strictly on Mixer now for months, and, uh, you know, we, we've talked about expanding, and I think uh, with my expansion out to another platform and Malice being, you know, specifically on Twitch at this point in time, I think it was time for us to finally take us to the next level so i think yeah. i think that i think we're going in the right direction right now i do uh i know obviously it's going to be more work now with more platforms and trying to get everything going uh especially now with well with uh hopefully with with these platforms expanding a little bit more i know trovo is brand new and uh coming up a little bit so it's gonna it's 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 different i'm okay with it though i like it Trova did add a creative section, by the way. They did add... After what? After your one stream over there? Yep. <laughs> hey, but you know what? That's that's a good thing. I'm like, I'm hoping now that, you know, with me being under other, that they're going to put a podcast section up there too, and we can maintain the podcast section. You maintain mm. the creative section. So, I mean, all good things. Holding it down. Holding it down. That's all that matters, right? Pretty much. One step in the right direction. We just got to keep it going. Exactly that. Exactly that. Exactly that. So we're just kind of, so today's like, because it's like, I guess it's like season two, it's kind of like, we're kind of just kind of, uh, I don't want to say we're just bullshitting, but you know, it's, uh, 
a little bit more lighthearted today. A little bit more of a relaxed one. Like we'll we'll get a topic situated for the next episode that we do in two weeks. But uh, you know, we I kind of messed up with a week. My uh, my sleep schedule got kind of screwed up. I've been going through a bunch of uh, bullshit lately, and my uh, sleep schedule has been a complete and utter shit show, and that made me miss a week. So I do apologize for that. I don't worry about it. It's all good. Um, I guess I guess one thing that we could talk about. Um, so. Again, like, you know, it's not, we don't talk about politics, but I do think that, you know, what's, what's going on in the world right now, and I can't even say just the United States, the world, um, is something that I know that I, I particularly know there's a few people that I know personally that um, are, are heavily, you know, their, their PTSD is like, uh, these we're talking about veterans, by the way, their PTSD is being um, heavily triggered right now due to, you know, particular riots and things like that, you know, or uh, other level protests. I've heard, um, I've heard a lot of different stories of, you know, with, with how, especially with how intense the protests are getting with, you know, with, with people's actions currently there's, I've heard, I've heard, well, read a bunch of people's stories on different social media sites talking about how they're uh, actually a couple veteran stories as well with everything going on like that they it was comparable to when they were overseas Mm -hmm. with you know with how people are treating everything and it's i mean the state of the world at this point in time is it's it's in shambles like i I don't know of any other way to put it like this is affecting literally everyone and even people that are you know stuck at home and all that you know there were there were curfews implemented like across the states, and I, I'm assuming, uh, yeah, other countries as well. I heard that there yep. were curfews implement, implemented. Like, it's definitely not an easy time right now. No, it's not. It's it's definitely not um, an easy time. And like the people that I've talked, that I've spoken with, um, yeah, I'm not going to mention any names because I didn't ask first, so I'm just not going to mention their names. But um, you know one person in particular has like completely stepped away from social media and everything like that because just, he just can't handle it. Um, and for me personally, the only way that I know how to describe is what happened, what's happening is there are moments where, you know, you go into Twitter or you go into like any other social media and it just looks like the fucking apocalypse. Like it just looks like the end of the world is happening. So you know that the, the religious, the religious people are, you know, having oh, a few the, everybody's this one. taking it. I've heard uh, my uh, my wife's uh, friend's uh, well ex husband talk about how you know the world's going to be ending now in seven years. Trying to take this straight out of the book of Revelations, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I mean, to each their own if they're going to believe it and all that. But you know, that just that just causes the type of panic that people don't need right now. There, there's been enough. I mean, from from COVID to all these protests now to fucking everybody going out of their fucking mind. Like this this. Yep. I, I, I don't even know what to fuck, what to say to people to even try to help them. I've had people come to me talking about, you know, that they're going through a rough time mm-hmm. right now. And, you know, I try to give them whatever advice I can just to try mm-hmm. to, you know, get them through the day. But, you know, when it feels like the, the entire world is against you and no matter what positive steps you may take, what the fuck? I, I, I'd like, I'm at a loss of what to say to people. I mean, fuck, I'm, I'm going through it myself. Well, I, mean, I called I tried, you the other I, day just to fucking yeah. call you because I was going fucking through it, and I I don't know what the fuck to do with my own life right now. 
it, it's it's one of those things that like apart from everything else apart from like you know the violence and you know the people that are being killed i mean just in the last like two and a half three weeks of you know the the protests and the riots and the looting and all that you know i mean are roughly around 12 to 15 people have been killed um you know i didn't know uh, that yeah um so quite a few of them you know people that you know are defending their businesses or people that you know you know just happen to be in the area at that particular time wow you know can i just say something really quick completely off topic the auto hosting is real <laughs> this happens every time i stream i get a bunch of the auto hosts going in which you know i i i appreciate you know but it, I mean, I guess it, it just helps to kind of put us out there. But, you know, you're, you're, even your mixer page pops in there. It just did. Yep, it just did. I saw that. That's the, reason why, that's the reason why yeah. I said it because I just I, it made that little sound with my name that popped up. I was like, whoa, wow. Yeah, dude, if, if I had to uh, – if, um, if, like, if I restart my stream at some point in time, if, especially if it's late at night, mm-hmm. there, there, there's like a – you know, there's about a two-minute buffer period while everything's catching up and suddenly mm-hmm. – my entire chatbot just explodes with auto hosts, and it's like, good God, it just goes by so fast. <laughs> so going back, so going back to topic. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. That was I just thought that was funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, you know, so one of the things that you know that I think I think is kind of affecting people beyond beyond that is you're we're in a situation where the economy was just starting to kind of reopen and kind of you know, push back into go mode and, you know, with the whole COVID-19 thing. And now a lot of the businesses that were going to open are closed again because they've been looted, they've been burned down. And so the, the point that I'm trying to make here, what I'm trying to get at is it, I'm not talking about technically what's happening, but how what is happening affects us and how we deal with that you know, through our, you know, well, our, our mental health, because let's face it, you know, the economy starts to pick back up. You're talking about going back to work, you know, making a paycheck again, you know, stuff like that, you know, stimulus check ran out. Um, and so you're excited, you know, all right, I'm going to be able to pay my rent, you know, whatever. And the next thing you know, you, you know, the job that you are going to go back to no longer exists because there's no job to go back to literally. Um, so it, it's kind of like, you know, one of those things where that can really kind of affect people. I mean, I watched, uh, particularly one, one gentleman, um, that on YouTube that did a video, he owns a gym and, uh, he did a video about it that, you know, he, first he had a bunch of problems with his local, local police department about opening his business during quarantine. Then the quarantine starts to lift. And the next thing you know, his, his, his entire business gets completely vandalized and destroyed. So it's like, it's like, dude, it's like, I was just going to open up my business to, you know, be able to make money and feed my family. And you destroyed it. You know? Yeah. So I I think, I think I I know that I'm, I'm probably, I'm the one that kind of, I always bring up the unsafe topics. That's, that's me guys. I bring up the touchy topics. I bring up the ones that, you know, people could potentially get, you know, offended by hearing. But the truth of the matter is that it's something that we currently have to talk about. We Mm -hmm. have to talk about how we are going to deal with this, like how we're going to deal with ourselves in this time, you know, how we can, you know, 
recollect our thoughts and get on a positive movement to where we need to be. Now, unfortunately for me, for you guys, um, COVID and everything actually increased my income. Uh, <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm very thankful that, you know, I didn't, me and my family haven't really felt the effects of, you know, the shutdowns and the lockdowns and things like that, other than the fact that not being able to go outside, not being able to go to a Burger King or the movies or anything like that. But, you know, economically speaking, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful that, you know, we're in a position where, you know, that hasn't been an issue. Um, now, with the riots and everything that's going on, that part of it I can, I can speak to, it's frustrating to me um, and it's scary. One, it, it hurts that I feel like I'm watching the country that I love that molded me, even though that I don't live in the United States anymore. You know, I do, I do identify, obviously, as, as an American. You know, that's what I am. I'm an American, and it feels like I'm watching, you know, our, our, my, my country, the country that I love that made me who I am, you know, falling apart at the seams. Um, but then when you start watching other, other countries start to get into it and you start seeing these, these mass protests, and protests, I don't have a problem with protests. My, my fear is when they get violent and people get hurt and people's livelihood gets taken away from them. And there's a great amount of anxiety that I feel, like, for example, going into social media. Like, I, I just get so anxious, you know, opening Twitter. Like, what, what am I going to see today? You know, and it uh, almost feels like, you know, heart palpitations, you know what I'm saying? It's like my, my heart's like, like skipping beats because... I'm actually nervous about opening social media. Like social media is supposed to be a fun way to connect to people. It's not supposed to make you feel like you're going to have a heart attack. Yeah. Um, and I think if you guys are some of the people that feel that way, where opening your social media makes you feel like you're going to have a heart attack, I think it's kind of time that you step away from social media for a little bit. Um, I know that I have. Um, I've taken. I've taken a step back. Um, from a lot of my social media. Um, I'm focusing on my family. Um, I'm keeping my ear to the ground um, because I know that, you know, there are some, there, there, there's also a fear for some people that, you know, of hearing that, you know, the, 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 the riot part of the protest, the people, because you've got the people that are peacefully protesting, then you've got the rioters, and then you've got the looters. We're talking about three different groups of people. So I don't want this to get confused and people to think that the people that are protesting are the ones that are rioting and looting. And I don't, you know, so there may be a, a branch over, like an overlap, but for the most part, from what I'm seeing, we're talking about, you know, two to three different groups of people. We're talking about the people that are actually trying to protest peacefully, and then the people that are becoming violent and agitators and that are looting and rioting and things like that. So we're talking about two different groups of people, but I've also heard that there are some people that have heard the uh, rumbling, rumblings of, you know, um, these these rioters and looters coming into suburban areas so people are now beginning to fear for their families um and their family safety and their safety of their homes and things like that so we're, we're living in a time where it's it's fear and anxiety are just kind of really kind of running running our lives oh completely quick thing so you you have a stream deck right yeah. Okay. So in your stream deck, 
sorry, sorry guys. In the post to post one, I'm gonna I'm gonna edit this out. But in your stream deck, there's a an amazing little button that is called audio mute. Okay, it's default input. Right, you choose your default input. You click that button. You can hear me. Can hear me. I'm assuming because you can hear the vape. Your vape sounds like a fucking jet engine. Oh, see, that's because, that's right. It's not going through. So, see, I'm not used to the us going through with this right now. Normally, I have the uh, when we're going through the Discord call. It's uh -huh. that's what I have it, but I forgot we're on a fucking Skype call, so I totally fucked that one up. It's all good. It's all good. I'm just letting you know. Sorry about just letting that. you know. No, it's all good. I generally so that's like when I vape, I try to hit so you nobody hears it, right? Gotcha. Um, but anyway, carry on with your point, please. I didn't have a point. You were the one that had a oh, point. No, you're well. You're going to add on to it. You're starting to say something. Well, no, you're talking you about how you know at, at this point in time everything is just you know an an anxiety ridden shit show like. With the people, with everything going on with COVID before and people were losing their jobs and, you know, the factories and all that shutting down or people's jobs shutting down, there was, with everything that happened, people were supposed to be able to go back to work. And then with some of these shutdowns and some of these people that didn't get the loans, even with the stimulus check, as you mentioned, that, that stimulus check didn't really, I mean, it helped. Don't get me wrong, it did, but it wasn't, it wasn't enough wasn't enough for people to keep their fucking lives going especially now because there's there's still people there's still hiring freezes going on there's nobody hiring out in my area people can't get jobs out here at all even even the temp agencies are like we i don't know what the fuck to tell you that you know, it's just it's rough all around and people you know you can't help but realize that people are going to start to feel completely and utterly desperate and, you know, out of desperation comes a lot of stupid decisions and, you know, horrendous mental health issues at that point. And what, you know, what can we do to try and alleviate that at this point? I mean, exactly. the one thing I've, I've tried to tell people that have come in this and they're saying that, you know, every day they're dealing with this with this mass bout of depression and this, you know, the anxiety of what the hell is going to happen tomorrow or, you know, am I going to be able to take care of my family this week? I mean, aside from like, I feel it every fucking day as of lately. I mean, this, oh, this and, COVID and thing apart is from that, yeah, and apart, and apart from that, like the anger part of it as well. I mean, there, there's a part where we just naturally become angry because at the end of the day, you know, our, our jobs are being cut off. Our incomes are being cut off, but you know, the companies are, the, the bill collectors are still calling. You know, they're, you know, you still got to pay your rent. You still got to buy food. You still got to, you know, pay the electricity. You still got to pay the water. You still got to pay the gas. You got to pay the heat. You know, you, you got to pay all these things. And, you know, it, it's, it, it's getting to a point where, you know, not only are you anxious, not only are you depressed, but now you're getting angry because it's almost like you're in this situation. You're being forced into the situation and nobody cares what situation you're in. You know, and you're at a constant disadvantage and a, a breaking point where you could lose your house tomorrow, you know, because unfortunately, paychecks aren't rolling in, mortgage isn't getting paid. And guess what? Banks don't give a shit. They just repossess. So, you know, we're, we're, we're brought into a situation now where we have a... A, a perfect storm of sorts of emotions that are, are rolling through us about everything that's going on. And 
the only thing that a lot of people right now are doing is they're actually trying like there are people that are trying to find someone to blame and they're, they're, they're trying to find someone to point the finger at and say this is your fault and because that's how we, unfortunately we deal with emotions like that and I think one of the things that we kind of need to remember here is that unfortunately this is this is really not anybody's fault um it's just a situation that unfortunately that we've been brought into and that we kind of have to deal with and we have to work with each other to survive this um when we when we're at the when we're at that point and you know you know, this the stress in the household is building the arguments with you know your family members are building your patience is growing thin you know depression and your anxiety are rising your anger is rising unfortunately a lot of times that becomes you know an atomic bomb you know inside of you and we we need to honestly really kind of refocus our energy in into trying to find new means to do things um because i've, I've heard many times many cases here where you know fathers are you know overly disciplining their children because they no longer have patience <clears throat> or you know wives or husbands are getting into you know physical altercations over arguments about money and you know it's honestly you know just a, a, a downward spiral of, of, of shit that's going on and we we really need to kind of remember our humanity in times like this and try to find a constructive outlet for our emotions um otherwise we are going we a lot of us are going to end up hurting the people that we love the most because we don't know what else to do yeah i i, I don't really have anything to add to that one that's a valid fucking point that was pretty good. I'm gonna just sit here and shut the fuck up. I got, I got nothing for it, <laughs> which is surprising. Normally, I always have something to add onto it, but you fucking nailed that shit right on the head, man. Like, what more can we fucking do? Uh, I've been I've been at a loss for weeks now. Like, I mm -hmm. I wake up every day wondering if you know if this is gonna be it, if I can, if I'm gonna be able to make make ends meet and you know the stress is constant the fucking anxiety is gets worse every day my sleep schedule went to fucking shit because of it you know i'll be sitting there perfectly fine like i'm tired all fucking day long just want to fucking sleep like yeah i think I think it was like a week ago i actually went to bed at a decent hour and i wound up sleeping for like 12 hours and my wife was like hey are you gonna get up and i was like I just kind of want to go back to sleep and I just wanted to sleep. I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to talk to people. And you know, that that's when I know that I'm getting in my head and I'm getting in a worse situation trying to pull myself out of. And I, I don't lately I I've been struggling with my own coping mechanisms and trying to figure out what to do because 
I, I don't know if I'm going to make everything work this month. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pay my bills, if I'm going to be able to pay my rent, if I'm going to be able to put food in the house. I don't know. And it was really not a fun feeling, like, at all. And I'm sure a lot of you have felt it before, you know. And this has been a constant thing now for months, wondering if it's, if you know, if this is going to be the month where I completely and utterly fail. And at the, if I can't make it happen when I mean, what, what the fuck am I going to do my own mental health has been for lack of a better term a fucking shit show lately and I, I I'm struggling myself man like if I'm being completely honest with you I am fucking struggling I woke up multiple days just wanting to eat a bullet if I'm being honest with you I mean I, I, can... I don't know what the fuck to do well I mean I'm, I'm... say to that other than that i mean don't don't eat a bullet obviously yes <laughs> um, but no i'm just i mean i'm being honest you know what it's it's a mental health podcast and i can't yeah. sit here and no of course say that everything's all fucking sunshine and rainbows for me because it's not like i i am currently 100 percent going through it in my head right now and i haven't been able to pull myself out and normally i can normally i'm really fucking good at just distracting myself long enough to be able to pull myself out of the funk. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows what that funk is, but but lately for me it's it's been it's been like a quicksand. That that mm-hmm. feeling of anxiety and fucking dread that that like it's the way I explain it and the best way that I can explain it is jaws. The movie jaws, you know, the entire time you know that it's right there right beneath the surface and all that, but you don't know when it's going to rear its fucking head and that's what it's been like for me is Jaws. It's the best way to fucking put it, where I wake up, and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm good for right now, and I go through the day a little bit, and then, you know, you just feel that that dread and darkness beneath the fucking surface, and you're just waiting for it to fucking come up, and that's where I've been stuck. And I have not been able to get myself out of there. And I'm I'm trying every day. I'm trying. I'm fighting. You know, I've I've been I tried talking about it. Hell, I called Malice the other day just just to see if he could convince me or see if he can put me in a better fucking spot. But if if you know, I mean, it doesn't help. I mean, yeah, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't help that you know. I mean, I was also kind of like in kind of a similar headspace. Generally yeah. speaking, you know, what happens is, is like, it's one or the other, like, you know, you're in that headspace and I'm not, or, you know, yep. I am and you're not, and kind of like defeats the purpose, like when both people are kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. like in the same headspace, it's like, okay, well now what the fuck do we do? Um, yep. <laughs> you know, but um, one of the things that, you know, unfortunately, you know, kind of happens is like a lot of people... You know, not talking about you, but I'm talking about like most people in general. Most people, you know, they got that nine to five, you know, they got stuff that they do for hobbies and they don't really look kind of like past that, and nor should they have to. Like if that they're comfortable that way, then they're comfortable that way. That's perfectly fine. But unfortunately, when something like this happens, um, what happens is, is these people uh, don't have, have a hard time learning something that's called how to pivot. Um, when it comes to being uh, in economic distress um, and, and kind of like having like kind of multiple sources of income. Um, like most people, unfortunately, you know, there's only a certain amount of hours in a day and 
you know, just enough time to, you know, do, you know, you know, one job, you know, most people, you know, it's don't, don't look at the, the possibility of passive income. They don't know how to set up something for passive income. You know, they're not interested in doing a YouTube channel. They're not interested in streaming or, you know, anything like that or trying to find an online job. Um, and it's, it's very limiting. It's very limiting. Um, like I said, I mean, I'm one of the lucky few that people that I know that my, my current position has put me in a position to where I'm, I'm doing better than what I was doing prior. Um, due to, you know, the, the, these restrictions, um, so it's it's a hard situation, especially like you know, to give people advice because it's one of those things. I you don't know what to tell people. Like you can't like there's no no magic way to sit there and say, hey, this I, this is what you need to do to pay your bills every month. You know, and it's not like you know people don't want to work. Of course they want to work. You know they want to pay their bills. They want to have you know the money that they used to have and. You know, it, unfortunately, and, and it's affecting across the board. So even like even like big streamers, you know, donations have gone down, you know, subscriptions have gone down. And why does that happen? It's the trickle effect, right? So these people are no longer making money because of the situation. So therefore, they can no longer pass on money. So even the people that you think, you know, you know, are, are well off, are, are losing money. You look at, you know, people in Hollywood. Yeah, they've probably got a shitload of money in the bank, but, you know, they're constantly looking for opportunities to make more money. And when everything shuts down, there's no more movies being made. There's no series. There's no series being recorded right now. You know, n none of that is happening. So the thing is, is any income that these people potentially could have had is no longer happening. So if you look at, like, whatever their expenses are at that particular point in time, everybody's in the same boat. You know, are some people better off than others? Of course, but everybody's in the same boat. Everybody's losing money because of this. And this is like kind of kind of the time where I think like we kind of have to put our heads together and think of something that um, is going to be mutually beneficial for everybody. Um, we only got one stimulus check. It was twelve hundred bucks. Some people didn't get it. Um, some people know are still waiting on it um you know and unfortunately it's a situation where 1200 bucks is just not you're lucky if that's going to cover a month you know yep and that's fucking true you know you're, you're lucky because most people that i know are paying well over 600 dollars a month on rent now, then when you take into consideration every other bill, you take in electricity, you take in cable internet, you take in, you know, water, gas, you know, all of that stuff, boom, there goes Car your $1,200. payment, insurance. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm not even sure 1200 bucks is going to cover that. Nope. I'll tell you one it, thing. It didn't. You know, so. We, we got ours and it was gone the very next day. Because so, that was bills that were, that had been gotten behind and we wound up getting caught up and then we fell behind again. And that came, and I think we were able to take care of the car payment, phones, and I think internet. And then that was, oh, and, and insurance. And that was it. It was gone. Like, it's the, yeah. fucking A. Mm -hmm. 
No, it is. It's it's absolutely it is absolutely a horrendous feeling. Um, and and this is this is another thing too. It's like, you know, everybody relies on everybody else for their income, regardless of how you look at it. The business owner relies on the clients to pay the business. The, they pay the business. The business owner makes the money. That money goes trickles down into employee checks. Okay. The people, the, the clients themselves are in the same boat where they're making money from other people and so on and so forth. And the pattern keeps on going. Once the businesses stop, the money stops. Once the money stops, everything just crashes to a halt. That's yep. what happens. And unfortunately, nobody was prepared for this. Nor, like, nobody would ever think in a million years that this is what... I mean, we saw it in 2009 with H1N1, you know? You know, when, you know, we had that, the flu virus that came around, swine flu. Swine flu, yeah. Yeah, you know, there were precautions that were taken, but nothing really fully shut down. I think, what, things shut down for maybe two weeks? If that, if that, dude. I don't even think it was that long. You know, so some things shut down, you know, other things stayed open, um, you know, and then everybody went on their merry way. Here we are, but three, four three months, months later. Three, I mean, what was, when did it, I know, okay, so I know they closed schools in like March. So, and we April started to see everything really kind of just. Yeah, I know. I know most of the schools and all that were closed in March, and that was that was it. They canceled that. And I think we started to see the increase in the whole COVID thing. It was like February when it started to rise, and March is when it got bad. And then boom, fucking the entire fucking earth just shut down at that point in time. Yep. And like I think I think it's just now people are starting to go into what phase phase two, what they call it, of reopening. Yep. Yep. Phase two of reopening. Like. But, you know, they, they, every place is still trying to change the everyday thing, you know? You need to they're, – they're trying to implement this stuff in the schools out here at least. Or the fucking – what was it? The CDC released mm-hmm. guidelines. All the yep. students are going to have to wear masks. The desks are going to need to be six feet away from each other, all facing the same direction type of shit. And I'm like, you can't do that to kids. You Like, my, my daughter has been stuck at home now for months at this point in time. She hasn't been able to go out and see her friends she didn't get that last little bit of fucking school time and all that. And she's an only child right now, you know, so her going to school and seeing her friends is, is hugely important for her own mental health. And they canceled. And now what are they going to do? They're going to make all these kids wear masks. You're, you're not going to be able to go outside and at recess and play, play with each other. Like normal kids, this, like they, they're forcing kids to grow up and they're forcing the shit on them. And that's, it's not good. It's not good at all. And you would think, you know, like, I mean, with with everything going on, okay, here comes the taboo, with everything going on right now with the protests and the riots and all that shit and all that, has anybody really heard anything about COVID? Nothing. I haven't. I mean, I've heard a couple of rumblings here and there, but like on the news and everything like that, I haven't oh, heard well, anything. My favorite thing is when they say that they've, you know, due to the protests, they've seen a, what, a 200% increase in cases. And I'm like, doesn't it take two weeks for this thing to gestate? Like... Yep. How are you going to blame this on the protest? And then, what, two days later, you're going to say, oh, there's a 200% increase on this. Like, come on now. Like, you can't. Yeah, like- exactly. Exactly. 
Exactly. It's 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 something that a lot of people have noticed. So I the mean, thing was, as I said, not to dive into the taboo shit and you know try to stir up. Some well, bullshit, I mean, but, but I think, but I think the thing is, is it's people. It's stuff that people are thinking about it, and it's also like at the end of the day, it affects people. You know, it was a seventy-two hours. So the thing is, is what happened was, is like the the protests started, the the rioting started, stuff like that, and then somebody dropped the bomb. It's like, hey, we saw like a hundred percent or two hundred percent increase in COVID cases. So wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Doesn't it take up to two weeks for this thing to kind of like the incubation periods, like two weeks, 14 days? Yeah, so days? wouldn't it have been, what was it, like Memorial Day weekend? Wouldn't it have been like from from like from everything from Memorial Day weekend that it would have caused it, right? Because was, that was uh-huh. about two weeks before this, this yep. you know, the world went uh-huh. to shit. Yeah, exactly. So how are you, how are you going to blame it on that? Like, you, I mean, you can't try to spin it because, you know, you try to spin it, you're trying to bring the panic back and people are already panicking enough. Yep. And when people panic, they do stupid things. Well, here's the thing. So let's. Uh, all right, people. Are we gonna I, do I, this? I, yeah, we are gonna do this. Okay. Um, so here, here's the thing. Now, this is a mental health podcast, but the thing is, is that unfortunately, the thing is, is our our politics right now are comp- directly tied into our mental health, and to try to dance around it is just doing not an doing injustice. This justice. Um, yeah, it's 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 a disservice, and it's not. It's it's just it's just wrong. So the thing is, is we have the media that is completely exploiting, you know, situations of what's going on and blowing them out of proportion. And they are tr- they are trying to make you, from my perspective, again, this is my opinion, I don't have any facts on this, but from what I have seen, the media is trying to rally you into a panic. So the more things that you can be panicked about, you know, the more things that you can be stressed about, the more on edge you're going to be, you know, the more likely you are to pop off and then the cycle perpetuates and things keep going. Somebody does something stupid and then that's another thing to kind of they throw on the six o'clock news, you know, and then, you know, tensions go higher and then somebody else does something stupid on the other side and then tensions go even higher. And ladies and gentlemen, do you see where this is going? Do you see what, what, what what's being created here? I'm not going to say it like because this is again, this is a mental health podcast, you know, I'm not going to say it, but if you can't see it, you need to pay more attention. There's something is being forced down your throat and a situation is being perpetuated that shouldn't be perpetuated. Okay. And they're looking for something and they're going to keep building on it until it happens. Okay. Now, the best thing that you can do is tucker down and try to take care of yourself and your family now as far as i'm aware due to the fact that technically everybody's still in quarantine we're only in phase two of reopening things as far as i'm aware it is still illegal for people to be evicted in certain states there are states where they have made like that that hasn't been implemented but there are particular states that have implemented particular emergency laws that do not allow landlords to evict their tenants until we're completely out of the pandemic. If you are in one of those states, tucker down and just spend time with your family the best you can and pull in your resources, any resources that you can find. If you aren't in one of those states where it's illegal for you to be evicted, during this time period then if you can 
if you're in a particular situation where you think that you can, you need to have a conversation with your landlord. Obviously, I know there are some people that just can't do that for whatever reason, but if you can do it, you lose nothing by having this conversation, okay? So bite down on the pride bullet and try to have a conversation to explain what is going on with your situation to see what you can work out. Okay, for some people, this might mean an increase in later rents. You might get, a th some people I've heard of getting three-month grace periods, and then 25% of what, what wasn't paid is being tagged on to the future rents. Okay, so you're, you get a three-month grace period to get out of it, to get out of the situation. Four months to pay it back. Uh-huh, exactly. And so, you know, there, there are options. Um, and we need to explore them. Um, I know there are some communities that are, you know, have surpluses of food and are giving away food to people that need it. Um, the worst thing that we can do is turn on each other, which is what, I hate to say this, but is what they want. And when I say they, um, so from the looks of it, it's the media and certain other people that I'm not going to mention what certain other people, but they, they, they want a frenzy. They want a war. They want a, another civil war. And they're pretty goddamn close to getting it. So don't give it to them. Don't turn on each other. So no, what we need happened, to support one another at this point in time more than ever. Exactly. And also, just so people don't misunderstand me, I'm not talking about black people. I'm saying, you know, when I say they, we're talking about the government. Okay, what happened to George Floyd was an atrocity. It should have never happened. I stand with that. Okay, Agreed. that was absolutely ridiculous, and that officer should should spend the rest of his life in prison. Okay, but we need to stand together. We we can't we can't be fighting each other right now, especially right now. There are too many people suffering for too many different reasons. Nobody's in their right mind right now, and all it's going to take is going to take the wrong thing at the wrong time with the wrong person and then something's going to happen which is going to just completely pop shit off in your area and you don't want to be a part of that you don't want to perpetuate that no because at this point in time the only thing that's needed is a catalyst and as soon as that's introduced yep. that's it mm -hmm. it's everything just goes so it's a, pumpkin. it's a scary time that we live in Small. It's not this close scope. Okay, thank you. She it's... came in with she has she likes the Febreze. So uh -huh. she likes going around the house really strange. So she goes in my door where she's like, Can I spray a little one? And then she comes like this close and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like, Dad, you smell bad. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. Take a shower. <laughs> Febreze. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um you know, so it, it, it's, 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 it's a hard-pressed situation, guys. It's a hard-pressed situation. And all of this ties into our mental health because all it's affecting our mental health. Like, it's, we're going crazy locked inside of our houses. You know, the suburban areas are, you know, being, like, you hear on the news that, you know, the rioters are talking about going into suburban areas. And then you're getting people that are gun owners, you know, that are more, more than gun-ho to start using their weapons. Um, don't do that. Don't 
do that. Do not be standing out your outside of your house with your rifle, with your AR-15, with your, with your, um, you know, pistol, with your whatever it is that you have. Do not be standing outside of your house with your weapon cocked, loaded, and ready to go to shoot somebody, because that's how accidents and stupid things happen. Okay. If you have a weapon, I am all for the Second Amendment. I completely agree with the Second Amendment. Stay in your house with your weapon. Okay, if somebody tries to force entry, use your weapon. Okay, but do not be standing outside of your house. Do not be standing at the end of your road with your weapon. Okay? We, 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 are, not, we, we are not at war. Okay? We were not waiting for insurgents. Okay? So... Be smart about what it is that you're doing. Okay? Don't 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 go off and do something stupid. Okay? That is gonna get somebody killed and then put you on the six o'clock news. Hmm. Got a point. So I'm I'm gonna add I'm gonna add something for for like everyone's little day-to-day thing. I've had a couple people come up to me. Oh not necessarily oh, okay. Can't say come up to me because nobody comes up to me because nobody knows where the fuck I am. Message me would be a better way to put that, I guess. I've had a couple people message me asking, you know, different tips and tricks to, you know, to help them get through, get through the day. And, and, you know, I give them literally the simplest thing for, you know, anybody that, that deals with any type of, you know, depression, anxiety type of situation, you know, when, when you sink into that depressive state, you, know, you lose all will to do pretty much everything. You have no energy. You don't want to do a goddamn thing. I've been telling them in the simplest way possible, you know what? The best thing to do when you're trying to pull yourself out of it is you got to make the effort when you wake up in the morning and you get out of bed is make your bed. You make your bed every day. You know, you get up as soon as you get up, you get out of bed, you either go to the bathroom or you go in, you make your bed and then you go out into the house and you, you take your steps that way. But it's, they're called micro steps. And at this point in time, it's, it's you take these micro steps, a little, you know, a micro step here, a micro step there, and you, you keep taking these steps in the direction you want to be. So, you know, I can't say that people are going to plan their day out. You know, some people do. Some people have a very specific day planned out for them every single day. They wake up, they're like, all right, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to make my coffee. I'm going to read the paper. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go home. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go to bed. Okay. That's their day. And every day, that's what that's the schedule they follow. But when you're going through a depressive state, when you're going through one of those low swings, you don't have a fucking plan for your day. You, you don't even want to get out of bed half the fucking time. But what I've been telling them is when you wake up in the morning... And you finally convince yourself to get out of bed. The very first next thing you need to do is make it. Because you know what that means? It means at the end of the day, even if you didn't do anything else, you accomplished something, you made your bed. You did that one day. Do it again the next day. And, you know, maybe the next day you make your bed and you decide to, you know, go out, go outside of the house. Maybe walk up and down the block a little bit and you go back in. Okay. So that day, you may not have accomplished much, but you made your bed and you went outside for a little bit. These little bouts of accomplishments that you get, that you, that you feel, may not seem like a lot, especially, you know, most people are like, oh, well, what I do? I just made my fucking bed. whoop fucking do No. But in a depressive episode, making your bed is an accomplishment. It's something. You want to find 
the little the little victories are what tend to help people progress and get out of that little funk. For anybody that's sitting here and wondering, you know, what the fuck they're doing with their life or what it is that they can do to try and make it better. Seriously, tomorrow morning when you wake up and you get out of bed, make your bed and then go about the rest of your day. It may not seem like a lot, but you know what? It'll be extremely beneficial to you. Actually, that's like, so to add on to that, that is actually something that is um, proven um, through a lot of different studies is that something as simple as making your bed helps your, your, your psychological output for the rest of the day because you begin the day with the mentality that you accomplish something that you for the smallest thing but in your brain you already know you walk into that you you know you wake up you make your bed you go into the bathroom you brush your teeth you wash your face you get dressed and as you're leaving the room you know hey you know the room is clean and you, you feel good and then you know you go downstairs and you make that cup of coffee and it, the day just kind of progresses the way that you want it to progress just because you did that one little thing in yep. the morning um so yeah people it's gonna sound stupid but make your bed in the morning it'll make you feel better uh, <laughs> like quite literally it does and it does and a lot of people a lot of people don't realize that like they think that you know it's the stupidest like oh what it just made my fucking bed you know my parents would do that when i was a kid you know what the fuck no but no it's it's like in your brain it is programmed in you that you know it's an accomplishment so that that one little thing that you did can absolutely set the tone for the rest of the day. I mean, hell, even I need to abide by this because I, I, I don't. I, I barely convince myself to get out of bed half the time as of lately, but, you know, I've, I try to do my own thing as well. But that's the one little piece of advice that I can give that it's not completely going out of your way to do something or going and do, you know, my usual thing of trying to do that one random act of kindness which I still, you know, personally love, but you know, that, that one little thing, most everybody can accomplish. Like you just wake up, you make your bed, then you leave your bedroom and you go about your day. Even if you sit on your ass on the couch, binge watching Netflix for the rest of the fucking day, you at least accomplished something. And that is the one way I can, I, I, I can inform or try to help people no, exactly. And to get I mean, themselves moving forward. So one of the things that I do, so for me, for example, making the bed in the morning is actually a little difficult because I got my wife and my kid that are sleeping in the morning when I wake up because I wake up at a ridiculous, ungodly hour. Um, so, like, I, I mean, I could probably make the bed with them still in it, but it would be kind of weird when they wake up like burritos. Um, <laughs> I need you to do that one day and then take a picture of it just so I can see it, and I'm going to save it forever. Yeah, well, I'm actually, I'm actually getting my wife a, um, a tortilla blanket. So done with you. Right. I so am so very done with you. Right. So I'm, oh I, I, told, I, 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 I told, I told her, I told her, I was like, I'm gonna get you a gift that is solely culturally appropriate for you. <laughs> Fucking great. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, my wife is Mexican. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, I'll give you a tortilla blanket. <laughs> um, you can just so that's a little taquito blanket. I've been looking for one. I've been looking for a smaller <laughs> one. <laughs> so I actually saw one. I actually saw a blanket that was an actual taco shaped like a taco. Oh, let's see. That's right. perfect. There you go. So it's like it actually opens up, and like when you close it, like you can see like the top. <laughs> so it's kind of like a... a little fucking sleeping bag that's a taco. Yeah, exactly. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it, it's it's going to be funny. I'm getting. I, 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 but it's a big one, so I need to find a smaller one for him. Um, so, but yeah, definitely tortilla blanket for. Her. But um, yeah, it's just like so. For example, so one of the things that I do because you know, unfortunately, like the morning thing, the morning routine part is difficult for me. See, guys, I work from home, right? So I don't need to go out. I don't need to, um, you know, go anywhere, do anything, see people. So it would be really easy for me to be in my pajamas all day. You know, I wake up in my pajamas, just put a decent shirt on, you know, fix up my face and... Nobody see you from the waist down, you're good. Exactly. But I don't do that. When I wake nope. up, I make sure I make sure that I wake up at least forty-five minutes before I have to start working. I brush my teeth. I make my coffee. You know, if I have the extra time, if the boiler's on from the night the night before, I take a shower in the morning. Um, you know, and I make sure that I'm completely ready. I put I put cologne on every day. Even yep, even while working from home, you know, do, do those that type of routine. There's a reason why, like most of the time when I'm streaming, I have a collared shirt on when I'm playing games and stuff like that when I'm doing this because. It's those those little steps, you know, you you get dressed, you make yourself look at least presentable and all that. It's, you know, it's an accomplishment, though. So that that yeah. is a huge help as well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So every day I make sure that I maintain that routine because it may, helps me stay awake. There's a couple of times that I was just too lazy and I just sat down in my pajamas. I couldn't stay awake. I, I felt like just going back to sleep. And I noticed that the days that I'm that I wake up, um, I you know wash my face, brush my teeth, do my hair, you know all of that stuff, get clean clothes on, you know change them change them crusty draws, you know, and I feel better all day. And then I take on projects in the house, like you know my desk, you know, like I just built a desk, a brand new desk, you know. Um, got the wood, everything like that, bought the materials, the tools, and I built it myself. You know, that the feeling of accomplishment of walking into my office and seeing something that I made with my two hands, you know, is there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. I made this. This is my creation. Is it perfect? Fuck no. Does it look good? Yeah, it does. You know, and I can walk in here ready to work on a nice, clean desk with the space that I need for my stuff, you know, and feel like, all right, I'm ready to accomplish something, you know, and I take on these different types of tasks. The next thing I'm gonna build, I'm gonna build a dining room table, right? You know, my wife wants a bigger table, so I'm gonna build a dining room table, you know? Also, I'm gonna be putting in a pantry downstairs, you know? When you build a dining room table, can you get a tortilla tablecloth, please? That would actually be pretty cool. <laughs> It just, you know, it's fine. I, I will, I will attempt to do so. I will, or like, like one of the things because it's going to be a long table, so like one of those things that go down the middle, but it's just like all tacos. 
Oh, right, the table runner? <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look up and try to find something. I'm going to send it to you. It'd be perfect. Right? <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> 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 Pastor almost spit my teeth out. <laughs> Fine. Worth it. Totally worth it. Uh, but you know what? Like, look, this is this is the thing. Like, and I'm, you know, I'm going to get a little, you know, sentimental type thing. Like, this, this, this podcast malice has it's come a long way from from like day one when we first talked about doing this like i was doing mental health things you were talking about mental health you were a mental health advocate and that's one of the reasons why you and i clicked from the beginning i've i've had a my you know my my stream my content has had a focal point of mental health for the three years i've been doing this full time you know and and, and this this podcast, even if we don't have a massive reach, even if, you know, it's just me and you sitting here talking to, you know, the couple people in chat that talk to us, you know, on the live show, e even if it's just this, these, these sporadic shit show episodes that we do help me tremendously because you know what it gives me, it's, you know, we may not be in the same place, but I mean, for the first time, doing this you and i are actually on a call being able to talk to each other doing this instead of just talking to each other through discord on a fucking two separate streams type of situation you know like mm -hmm. it's it's these little things here that make the difference to me and even if again even if we don't this doesn't get as big as we want it to get even if we don't reach as many people even if we don't help everyone but, you know, just helping one or two people here and there or just letting one or two people just know that they're not alone in this type of situation based mm -hmm. on what they're dealing with, I think is. Well, I mean, I, I mean, it, it's kind of it, it's kind of difficult to help everybody. I mean, there is like seven point eight billion. I mean, probably you less by meant, now, you but, you know, um, <laughs> you know, there's seven point eight billion people in the world. So, you know, like helping everybody's kind of hard. I mean, grant you, I mean, after covid, that number's probably gone down a little bit, but uh, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> this suddenly went pretty dark. All right. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Um, I mean, never mind, never mind. Right, you know, well, this, here's another thing, guys. So another thing that's, like, that's going to help you with your mental health that I found for me, comedy, man. Trying to find something funny in the dark shit that's going on. Like, this is why comedians have always been so popular. You know, like, if you look at people like, you know, George Carlin, you look at, you know, people like Robin Williams, you know, they were funny sons of bitches. But they always made fun of like very serious, you know, you know, situations. And, you know, it, it's one of those things that, you know, it, it's, we need to try to find a way to, to laugh at ourselves. You know, we, we have to. Like, yeah. I mean, my, my dad yesterday said I look like a skunk because I got, you know, blonde on one side and black on the other side and he started calling me skunk boy that's just how my dad is um <laughs> my father would probably do the exact same thing when i dyed my beard to fucking oh god the the the, the comments all the comments so yeah exactly you know but the thing is it's like if you can't laugh at yourself like if i was the type of person to sit there and get pissed off it's like fuck you man 
You know, it's like, get your head out of your ass. Laugh. Laugh at yourself. Look in the mirror. Like, okay, call to action. I want all of you motherfuckers to get up. Get get up off your asses. Turn like put your speak. Take your headphones on off. Put your speakers on. Turn the shit up. Go to the bathroom. Turn on the light. Look in the fucking mirror. Look at yourself dead in the eyes, and just start laughing. Just just do it. Just do it. Just start laughing. Even if it's the fakest fucking laugh in the world, just start laughing at yourself. Because anyone that takes themselves too goddamn seriously to laugh just a little bit, oh hell no, my teeth will fall out. <laughs> but that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, I you mean, know. you know what? When your teeth fall out, laugh some more. It's fine. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's just like you know, evil. You got me thinking about that grandma that was laughing at her birthday party and her teeth fell out into the it cake. Popped right out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Wait, does that mean if we get evil really, really mad one day and he like yells at us and like he just forgets, could we make his teeth pop out? It depends on the cream he's using. <laughs> <laughs> I had a comment, but <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's it's just one of those things. We need to be able to laugh at ourselves. Okay, that's what we need to do, and by being able to laugh at ourselves. We can start to laugh at the situations that are happening around us. Okay? Everything's an experience. Everything's a learning a learning curve. Okay? We're coming into these situations. We're facing something that most of us have never faced before. Okay? We're in a difficult situation. But there's always something to smile about. That's the thing. Sometimes it's really fucking hard to see it. You know? I remember... I'll give you an example. When I was homeless, homeless guys, no house, no friends' couches, nothing. The street, that was it. I was literally homeless, okay? I still had people that I hung out with. I still took care of myself. I still, you know, I would find, like I would jump a fence and get into somebody's yard and use their hose and wash myself up and dry myself off and put, put on some of my clothes from my duffel bag and then go back out into the world. But I always made sure that I looked good that I didn't look and smell homeless. And, you know, I still had people that I associated with. None of them knew that I was homeless, you know. Um, and there are times that, you know, they'd invite me out. Hey, you know, I'll cover your beer. You know, come hang out. All right, cool. And guess what? Yeah, I was in a fucked up situation, but I still laughed that night. You know, still hugged my friends. You know, I still had a good time. Was I sad afterwards because I didn't have a place to go home to? Yeah, but I got myself out of it. You know, I, I maintained that focus, that drive, that motivation to keep going no matter what. So yeah, is the, is the prospect of losing your house or apartment scary? Goddamn fucking right it is. Is the prospect of being on the street, you know, by yourself scary, let alone with a family? Yeah, it is. But you want to know something? If you keep that drive, if you keep that motivation, you will overcome it. But I'm going to tell you something right now. Nobody is going to give you that motivation. Nobody is going to give you a magic word or a magic phrase that is going to keep you up and keep you going every day. You have to find a way to keep yourself going. 
I would love to be able to help you with that. I would love to tell you, just say this mantra and you'll be fine. But I'd be lying to you. But together and understanding that this is just for right now, it's just this moment, things will get better. We will move forward. I promise you, so long as you can find that motivation inside of yourself. What motivates me personally, my son, I look at him and I was like, I don't want him to go through what I went through. I don't want him to know what it's like to not have a house. I don't want him to know what it's like to not have things. So I bust my ass every day to make sure that he has at least what he needs and a little bit of what he wants. Is that possible for everybody? No, but that doesn't make you a bad parent. That doesn't make you a bad person. That just makes you a person doing what they can. And that for me, I respect you for that. And everyone around you respects you for that. And it's if you can understand that the people around you respect you for what it is that you try to do, use that as the fuel to keep going. We all want to give our loved ones more. We all want to give ourselves more. But there are going to be those times that right now, I can't. Maybe tomorrow. But if you lose that focus, if you only focus on the bad that's happening, you're going to dig yourself into that hole. And let me tell you, and Scourge can tell you as well, that hole can get really deep really fast. And it gets really hard to get out of. So let's not get into that hole. And let's lift each other up. And let's push forward. Okay, motivational speech over. <laughs> no, honestly, I think we should end on that note. That's, I'd say, that was a fucking beautiful way to fucking put it, dude. Seriously. Like, everyone, we, we all need each other right now. We all need to try to lift each other up and help each other out. And even if it's not, you know, like in a physical way of helping you, just be there for each other. Just listen, talk to one another. Just try to lift each other up. It's probably one of the most, if not the most important thing right now with everything going on, we all need each other. There's no time to be hateful. There's no time to be disrespectful to each other. Right now is a time where each of us need, we, we just, we need to help one another. We need to lift each other up and try, as you said, and just try to move forward. Even just, even if one small step every day, one little fucking step, that's all it takes. Mm -hmm. Get up, make your fucking bed, get dressed, wash take your face, a shower, brush your teeth, thing, do mm -hmm. the whole fucking thing. But you know what? Even if you just wake up and make your bed, it's positive. You're taking mm -hmm. the step. Talk to your friends. Just send them a message. Even if you know you're not feeling like talking to someone that day, just be like, hey, man, just wanted to say hi. That's all. That's yeah. it. If that's all you needed to do, just do it. Just be there for one another. Take care of yourselves. Be strong. Keep fucking fighting the fight, guys. Just, just keep yeah. fucking going. We love exactly. each and every fucking one of you, and you all know that if any of you in any of these chats need to talk, need to vent, just need someone to listen, our DMs are open all day long, 
We may take a minute to get back to you. We might. But you know what? We will get back to you. We will listen. We are there. And we will do what we can to help. Exactly. I completely concur with that. So on that note, thank you for coming to this long-awaited return episode of Reach Out Mental Health Podcast. Now on three platforms. Now on three platforms, yes. Trovo, Twitch, and Mixer. Um, So good times. Um, Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And as Evil put it in my chat, hashtag don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm Mr. Malice. That's Scourge. Yep. And we will see you not next week, but the week after. Take care of yourselves. Bye, everybody. Bye.